All right, so I got Cameron Williams in the studio with me. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> first podcast episode. I'm super excited. I'm excited. I'm honored to be here on the first ever Sean Soapbox. So was... look at my guest introducing the podcast before. Wow, was... kid. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> you know? We had to have fun, though. We had to have fun. Um, word, word. Word. So the Sean Soapbox presents the Cameron Williams edition. <laughs> we present the Cameron Williams edition. So for those who don't, for the few that don't know Cameron Williams, how would you like introduce yourself to the people? Wow. How about you introduce yourself to the people? I'm not really good at that. Um, To the people, hello, I am Cameron Williams. I am a graduate student at North Carolina State University. This is actually my alma mater. Um, I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina, 2-6, you know, born and raised. Um, you know, I don't I don't know what else to say. I'm cool, I'm chill, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean also this man's a walking fashion statement. Like uh, uh, that's, that's the freshest man on campus, like all glory to him. He, you know. We're gonna talk about him. We're gonna talk about him <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> We're gonna talk about him soon enough. Um, um but that's actually a perfect transition because like you graduated. Yes. You graduated undergrad. December 19th, 2018 was one of the best days ever. Yo, like, talk about that day. Um, So, for the, I guess for those who don't know, uh, undergrad was actually a struggle. Um, You know, I wasn't one of the model students as far as academics was concerned. So, uh, much like any other freshman who's coming from a small town, my, uh, my graduating class was 36 people, um, mm. predominantly black, so coming from that to a literal town, um, a city in and of itself, North Carolina State University, which is also a predominantly a white institute, was kind of, not even kind of, it was a complete culture shock. So um, definitely got lost freshman year, um, socially, academically, just, just kind of got lost on a lot of levels. And um, I had a few crew people, a few people, but you know they went on to lead their lives. And you know it's me still not getting it together by sophomore year, um, I, and then uh, I believe 2016, which was my junior year, I actually was suspended from undergrad for a semester. So that was a very interesting experience. But through it all, um, I've, I've, you know, I've had people, but you know, I, I've, it's, I, I don't think I've even cracked a 3.0 since I've been in undergrad. Um, but I have my degree, so that's what matters. Um, but yeah, so um, uh, that that's I say all of that to say that December 19th, 2018 was a very momentous day for me. Um, it was the culmination of a lot of tears, a lot of struggle, a lot of doubt, a lot of happiness, a lot of support, a lot of pushing, a lot of fighting, a lot of, of everything. It, was, it wasn't as emotional outwardly as I thought it was going to be, um, but inwardly it was a roller coaster. Um, it was me leaving a life that I built here. It was me leaving struggles that I've came through here. It was me leaving my old self here. It was me leaving the new self that I still wanted to find. It was a lot that was happening on that day. Um, a lot of people didn't believe I was going to graduate. Um, and I, it was, that was tough to kind of be one of the only few people speaking of myself in, in your, like in yours. It, yeah. My circle, um, to believe that I was actually going to graduate on the time that I was supposed to Granted, It was a year later. Um, but that in and of itself was by design. So I had to graduate a year later for some things and some other people to come through. 
Um, so it was it was an awesome day for me. Um, uh, it wasn't as you know huge because it's a fall graduation. Nobody goes to fall graduation, um, but I was there and uh, it was it was pretty cool. It was it was good. So I say that to say life after graduation. Um, to everybody listening, this is not real. <laughs> <laughs> Undergrad is not real. <laughs> okay. Um, Talk about that. Talk about it's that. It's really not real. You, you, you're. It's, it's actually an extension of high school with a lot more freedom. Ooh. And a lot more responsibility. Talk about it. Um, you know, in high school, how you have a structured schedule. You have your friends, your cliques, your organizations, your groups. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, you go home to your parents well every that's the same thing in college except for you don't go home to your parents you go home to a roommate or you go home <laughs> to a village um and even still that's a level of community that you may or may not have after graduation mm. um if you for for those who move back with their parents obviously you know that's still their community but for those who are on their own um you're very much disconnected from all that you have built up so for me um, I'm an hour away, unlike some people who are like from Charlotte or from, you know, upper North Carolina, like Greensboro, Virginia, stuff Greensboro, like that. you know, two or three hours away. It's a different story. Yeah. But I'm, I'm an hour away. So it's nothing for me to kind of really just hop on the road. Ninety five to 40 West. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you right, remember that? Right. You got that ingrained in your brain. To, to the T, to, to the, the minute. Um, it's nothing for me to come back up here. But um, for me specifically, I went home after graduation and. I was blessed enough to even have an opportunity or employment opportunity lined up afterwards. Um, so I get I, to the bag. Yeah, get the bag. I got to the bag quickly. The bag. So, um, and I thank God for that because it wasn't even it wasn't even my doing to to say, but um, definitely, I I had the I had the choice to chill for a month, where mm. some people don't have that choice, and so depending on. Um, Although the work that can be done in undergrad can either disadvantage you or set you up um, after you graduate. So I took January off, basically. Um, we all know January was three months, so I guess that was three months off. Yeah. Um, and then February, I was, um, February 11th, I began my full-time employment at Fable State University with the TRIO Upper Bound Program as the academic advisor. Um, an awesome, awesome experience. A lot of documentation, a lot of paperwork, but I could not have asked for a, a more invested, a more passionate, um, a more skilled, a more professional supervisor um, than Miss Nikki Massey. Shout out to Miss Nikki Massey. Um, she was phenomenal and she taught me a lot as far as professionalism, how to carry yourself, um, how to operate, you know, the ins and outs of a, not necessarily corporate America, but the professional realm like academia stuff like that exactly you know? exactly like talk about like that transitional period because like you was you were in a situation where like you just graduated and you you was on the bog and getting into an opportunity that mm -hmm. for one lined up with how your values because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i know you can't because like you mm -hmm. you're you're you were a social work major psychology major social Psy work minor i keep getting that messed up psychology no. major social social work minor but yeah. you really care about people that's the thing about you cam definitely like your energy has always been like so like magnetic because like you care mm. about people thank you like thank you, you can feel you. that you feel that like i always felt comfortable around you because like you just like had this energy of just like 
yo, I care about people. Right. And, and you know, in the age, it, to take a side note, of side street, you know, in, in an age where it's a very individualistic culture, everybody's about to getting theirs. Um, it's very rare to find people, not to say that I'm one of a kind. I mean, I am, but we're all one of a kind. So to to find somebody who genuinely um, cares, even I've, I'm shocked when I find someone genuinely cares about me as caring as I am about other people. So that just goes to show that um, that level of compassion, that level of empathy, um, you know, there everyone has it to a certain degree, but that deep level of compassion and empathy is very rare in people. Um, and they tend to be in education, you know, um, or they tend to be in hum, uh, humanistic or humanity fields. So the teachers, social workers, yeah. um, nurses, those in the medical profession. Like the people that keep the community together. Like Yes, yes. You know, the the they say money makes the world go around, you know, and that partly, yes, that is true. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, for people to be people, to spend, make money, you know, is is people like that that kind of the that undercurrent. I'll say, you know, we're that undercurrent that kind of holds up the rest of everybody else. So, um, but yeah, so psychology major, social work minor, um, and that transition it, it was it was scary at first. I was really looking to stay in Raleigh, but um, you know, capitalism. <laughs> so I had to go back. <laughs> I mean, we can't get into it, but like. That is a beast in and of itself. That's a beast within itself. But like Cam, like you got an opportunity right out the gate and you attribute it to God. So like mm-hmm. how did like so where did you see God in your life during your like during your times of struggle? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> like if you if 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 my life was a a movie or or anything like that, I would definitely not be the main character. Um, he would be, because in I like that analogy. I in, like that. in success and failure, it was nothing. I have to give him. All, I would be selfish. I would be stealing his thunder, his glory. If I said, you know, I did this, I did that, because I didn't. Um, there were several, several to the people, several times that I dropped the ball. There were several times where I shouldn't have been in a certain space. There were several times where I shouldn't have been in school. There were several times where I should have been dropped from this major. There were several times I shouldn't be at, at I shouldn't even be at North Carolina State to begin with. Straight out of high school, I had to think I had a 2.7, close to a 3.0 GPA. Um, and so a lot of the, if you're looking at qualifications on paper, I'm really not that, I really don't look that qualified. So um, how did I get into NC State? That was Christ. That was God. Mm-hmm. Um, how did I make it through? That was also him. Uh, you know, how do you fail an intro class to your college? Intro to Chaz. I failed that class. How do you, how do you, how do you fail? Welcome to Chaz. You know, that, that kind of, that kind of class. That <laughs> I feel it. that. I feel that. And then to graduate from that same college uh, five years later um, with a minor. And so talk about it. And then to enter into their field afterwards, it's just I have nothing to say about myself. It was all him. Um, like you, you know, got a lot of grace. And that's exactly what that is. I'm glad you brought that up. Grace has been the literal force that has sustained this entire story. Um, this entire journey has been sustained by grace and mercy because um, there were times, you know, I'm doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. Um, you know, playing around, joking up three, four o'clock in the morning and I have two papers and, you know, in Chaz, um, you know, we survive off paper like that's, that's that's how we're graded. Yeah. That's how we're uh, assessed is through papers, papers. which I have a problem with, but 
<laughs> exactly. So we're on the same page. So all of this is sustained by grace. And so um, I'm I'm thankful to even to be in this to be where I'm at today. And it's and it's because of him. So I give all I give all glory and honor to to the to the one who it is due. And that's him. And so um, but yeah, it's it's definitely if if there's any piece on my part, it's actually believing, which is the hard part. You know, it's easy to know. It's easy to know um, about God. It's you know, easy to know who He is. It's easy to know, um, you know, scriptures in the Bible. It's easy to know a lot of stuff, but it's harder to believe. It's it, people say, oh, all you have to do is believe. And even if you're not um, spiritual or lackluster for, not lackluster, but for lack of a better term, religious, whatever the case may be, um, even in what I would consider the world, to believe is still hard because. Right, because there's so many things that come against you that kind of shake your belief. So many circumstances, you know, winds come, storms come, trials and tribulations come. Right. And whether you believe or not, to believe in general is hard. Um, But to believe in in what he's given us, which was grace, um, to say that you don't have to do anything but believe. I've done all the work. Just believe me. That's like, I don't have to do anything. Like, it, it feels very unnatural. Right, but that's the, because what that's what it is. It's unnatural. It's it's spiritual. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like it goes against our instincts of like I have to do the work. I have to manifest this myself. Exactly, exactly. When it's already manifested. Exactly. And you just have to let him do the work and exactly. just believe and be a disciple. Be like, a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what a good disciple does. They believe. That's their core component is to believe in something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to represent, to represent, represent, and represent Christ in a new way. Oh, that was from Transformation Church. Shout out to Pastor Michael Todd. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Like, let's get into, like, UPGC. One more time. UPGC. Whoa, UPGC. Yeah, that's my family. That's my homies. Those are the road dogs. Like, um, I am absolutely blown for away. For the people that don't know, UPGC wow. is. Accurate. Uninhibited Praise Gospel <laughs> Choir. We are the. The. Again, the premier gospel choir on North Carolina State University's campus. Talk about um, the king. We were established 2007, and we still are live and kicking in 2019. Come check us out um, at Back to School Jam. Actually, the choir will be singing there, um, so feel free to come through um, and check them out throughout the semester as well. But that's my family. Um, I happenstance, I don't even say happenstance, I, b- I believe I was supposed to be there, um, came to Witherspoon yesterday just to kind of, you know, pop up. And I heard some singing in uh, the the meeting room, and I said, "Who is that?" And I was like, "They sound really, really good." <laughs> so I knocked, and uh, one of my one of our friends, Tia, um, beautiful soul, she said, "You know, that's UP." I said, "U UP like GC?" She said, "Yeah." I said, "Oh, bet." You know, I have to go now. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's my family. babies. That's my babies. So I knocked on the door, walk in, and they're um, I ain't gonna spoil the song they were singing, but they were singing a, a rendition of a song, and I said, "Wow." I was almost brought to tears because for the, I believe, five years I was here, I was invested in UP, um, first as a general member and then as a president and director. Um, and then as co-president uh, to Caitlin Perkins, shout out to another beautiful soul. Um, but to to this, my whole mission in my personal life and in professional um, is to leave a legacy and yesterday I was able to really witness what that was like to leave a legacy. Um, and it was, they sounded so beautiful 
and so crafted and so well oiled. And I was just like, wow, this is this is what we have left. This is what I have left. And to come back and see that it's still thriving, that it's still um, growing, that it looks good, that it sounds good, that it feels good to you the soul. You sow seeds. You sow and seeds. You sow and seeds. You know, one person sows, another waters. God does the increase. And so um, I'm grateful to kind of see where they're going, where their journey is going to go, you know, as they bring in more people, as the seniors leave, they kind of see this whole cycle occur again. Um, I'm really excited to see how they rebrand UP for another coming year. Um, like I said, they're my heart. They're my baby. Shout out to them. They're doing big things. Y'all got to check them out. If you don't know about them, know about them. <laughs> so you can follow them on uh, Instagram. I think it's NCSU UPGC. Um, I believe it's NC State UPGC on uh, Twitter. Twitter, uh, Either that or Uninhibited Praise. Um, check them out. You know, you can if you want to get in contact with them as far as reservations, you can um Email the choir at uninhibited. Oh, you you ha- listen. You have to when you can. Um, email uninhibitedpraise.ncsu at gmail.com. Um, you can check out uh, Mayan Eves or Gabriel Montague. They are the current presidents of the organization, um, as well as directors. So get in touch with them if you can. Um, awesome choir, awesome group of folks, awesome, and they and they're they're all they're authentic in what they do and who they are. Um, in any and every space. Yeah, that's the thing about UPGC that I appreciate the most is that they bring the authenticity and their energy everywhere. Like, they really live what they're singing. Yeah. That, that's that's hard to do. Yeah, they, they... That's the thing. That's the difference between gospel music and just regular music is that you have to right. live what you say. Right, right. Because what you're, the words that you're singing come from one who lives. So um, right. it's, there's, it's inevitable to not be moved by... Uh, gospel music because it's it's about the gospel, um, and I'm not gonna sit here and preach. <laughs> nah, 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 go ahead and preach because like we talking about your life and your life story, and that mm-hmm. that definitely involves Christ. Mm-hmm. That definitely involves mm-hmm. God. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, without a doubt, even in my own life, like God has been there when like there was no way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When there was no way, when I was like sleeping on the floor, mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. I didn't, when I was homeless, like mm-hmm. when I had to, I had to sign a, like wow. in my life, I had to sign a certificate saying like certified homeless. Yeah. I've had to sign that yeah. in my life. Yeah. But I'm here right now. Yeah. See, and you wouldn't know. It. And that's the story. And that's the <laughs> testimony. Where's my keyboard? That's the <laughs> testimony. <laughs> like, you know. I mean, and it's just like, and it's just like, that faith is what really got me through mm-hmm. where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. entering my senior year, that's what's getting me through today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. is my faith in God, like, continually praying, continually, like, acknowledging him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what gives me comfort now. More than anything else, and, like, I appreciate anybody that gives me comfort. Right. Trust me, I appreciate people. Like, I love right. people. Right. But I have to give it up to God, like, just because, like, that belief is what sustains me. Mm-hmm. It goes mm-hmm. above any type of physical need. Mm-hmm. So. I, I often go home and tell my mother, I'm like, y'all, I'm, I, I just thank you. My father as well. Um, you know, there's I, I this is not me. I absolutely do not knock anyone who does not believe. I genuinely love everyone. Right. That's important to say. Yes, we love everyone. I, I, I love everyone. I you, whether you believe or don't, you still cool with me until you cross me oh, but you're still cool with me we still work we're, we're in progress but i will say that for i've i've seen a difference between um those who believe and struggle through college and then those who don't believe 
and struggling through college. Like even if you believe that one point and you're kind of like in that on that path or on that journey of, you know, kind of discovering or rediscovering um, where you are with faith. Yeah, because um, it's a journey. It's not sustained. It's, like. it's not a moment. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but even if, it, you know, they've always, once it's in you, it's in you. So however right. far or quote unquote far or close you are to it, it's there. And that's a, there's a stark difference between that person and another person. And it's, I don't, I, like you said, Sean, sometimes freshman year is the hardest because you're coming into a new environment. Senior year is always hardest because you're leaving um, and you're walking in, into uncertainty. And in those moments, you know, people are cool but they're also in the same boat that you are. There's not, they're not, you know, if we're both drowning, you can't help me, <laughs> you know, it's, it's that kind of situation. So yeah. you need somebody who's not in the situation, who's not a part of the circumstance, but also a part of the circumstance to know what you're going through, but then to know how to pull you out of that as well. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about him, how sovereign he is, how much he loves, how caring he is and how much of a father he is. Um, I'm actually learning that now that he's a, he's, he's no, he's not this, He's he's he is this mighty God who, you know, suit reigns and super reigns and rules and all of yeah. that stuff. But at the same time, like he's pops, you know, yeah, he's pops. and I can talk to him like, hey, dad, you know, I'm you know, this is how I'm feeling today or I'm really not feeling this today. Like or, you know, yeah, it's a good day. Like I can have those kind of conversations, those daily conversations. Exactly. And so that that's the that's the duality of 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 God, of Christ, is that he is this this supreme being supreme he is the supreme he's, he's the only he's, one he's the only. um the holy one at the same time he you know he's he's pops you know yeah. pop, you know i call my real dad pops but i call him pops you know father too so um so yeah that's that's how i've gotten through undergrad that's how i'm getting through this that's how i'm getting through i'm going to get through this graduate program as well um and even into the professional realm like um because you have some insight in the professional realm one more time. You got some inside in the professional realm. You know, I just got a little bit of track on the inside. You know, I, I'm, I I got one notch on my belt out of, you know, maybe 33, whatever the case is. Um, definitely learned a lot at FSU um, what it takes to be, especially within my field. You know, I, I'm working with children. I'm working with families. I'm working with communities. So I learned what it takes to, you have to have, um, you have to have a heart for it. Absolutely. But you also have to have a, um, a boldness and a structure and a rigidness that says, Hey, that, that draws those boundaries to say, Hey, I care about you. I love you. I'm invested into your future. But at the same time, these are the rules because they have to hold up. Otherwise it's chaos. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you have to have order in that aspect in to, uh, I don't want to cut you off. Um, but I just received a internship. Thank you, father. For legal aid of North Carolina, so I will be working with a team of lawyers and attorneys to um, keep uh, at-risk youth, well not at-risk youth, um, underprivileged, under-resourced youth, children who are in low-income areas, first-generation students who have been put on short-term suspension, long-term suspension, alternative school assignments, um, even those who are in the juvenile system and are now re-entering society or community and would like to continue their education. We're the team that helps them do that. Um, and so I'm grateful to be starting that. That's going to take a You're lot. You're going to do great in that. Oh, thank you. You're going to do you. great in that. It's going to, it's a new, it's new, it's new, it's new, it's new. And with all new things, there's grace. You know, I have to learn. Um, but I'm excited to take on the challenge. So, yeah. I, I learned like, like God will put you in positions for a reason. Mm-hmm. And especially when you learn something new. Like mm-hmm. even now, like something like, something like podcasting, like mm-hmm. 
how can I? Yes, sir. We got our first podcast in the building. Yes, right sir. <laughs> like even with like something like something as simple as podcasting, like uh-huh. I'm still bringing forth his word and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing because it's like it's not just like a lifestyle to me. It's like mm-hmm. a lifelong practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like something I have to do daily. And like I slip up sometimes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's real. So for me, it being a lifelong pro practice mm-hmm. is like it's the difference between like discipline and like routine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like for me i have to discipline myself and realize that i have to serve mm-hmm. i have to be a servant of god mm-hmm. and in that role mm-hmm. i have to set boundaries for myself to, in order to further my own mission my own purpose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that because that comes in conflict with the world and what the world expects and what mm-hmm. people want and what other people want but i have to be like no I can't do this because I have this to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not, it's not selfish to be self, to serve yourself in the, in the sense of like, if you're serving your higher purpose. Mm. Right. Right. Like my self interest is the community. Mm. Right. Right. So if I'm working for myself, I'm working for the community. So I have to make sure that myself is good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have to make sure my house is clean. Right, right, right. And yeah, then that's my favorite analogy. <laughs> that's my favorite analogy. My does, yeah, mine's too. And like that's why I'm so big on like for this year, for my senior year, like just making sure I'm good, mm-hmm. so I can fulfill my purpose and my mission. Because I'm always, I've always found myself most joyous at work, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doing real work that impacts people's lives and impacts people. Right, right. You know, it's scientifically proven. Um, that talk about science, not science, you know, scientifically proven that when you, when you give or serve others, um, if you're dealing with depression or sadness, it actually, um, chemically, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel happier. Like it, it, it boosts your mood, it boosts your emotion, it boosts your, your morale. So, um, giving, serving, uh, personally, I believe that's the root, that's, that should be the root of all. Um, is to is to be is to, is is to to give to, to give to others. You know the scripture says, uh, "Give and it shall be given unto you." And they, a lot of the times they use that as um, as you know when it's time to tithe or offering and stuff like that. But um, if you look at it, there's actually no where in that scripture where it's talking specifically about money. It just says give. So whether that's giving of yourself, giving of your time, giving of your resources, you know, give that and it shall be given to you. Press down, shaking together, running over, it shall be poured into your life. Um, and so that's, um, I think that's the mark of a good leader. And Sean, I think that's one thing that I've seen in you is that you're always willing to serve and that you're always willing to put yourself um in a position to serve the community, to serve the needs of others before yourself. Um, and that's, I was, I was taught that a leader serves. And so uh, a leader serves. So to Sean, I thank you for um, being a leader in our community, both in literature and in service. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Honestly, bro, thank you. Because like, honestly, like, that's a huge compliment coming from you because you know what it means to serve. Mm. Like I know you know what it means to serve because I've seen you. I've seen you. My I've seen you. God. I've seen you at the UPG <laughs> concerts being director. Man, that's really 
that's really that's really what y'all see. Um, that I take joy in actually being behind the scenes. It just so happens that I'm always in the front for some reason. I don't know why. Hey, God put you in position for a reason. Hey, you know, tell me, man, tell me. <laughs> um, but no, I really find joy. Um, as far as if we're, now we're kind of transitioning to you know service and leadership, I really find joy in in. Um, so it's 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 it, it's something when you can put a smile on somebody else's face. Um, whether that's a hug, whether that's a compliment, whether that's a you know an act of some kind of service, um, it's it, it it really just shows that that level of humanity. And if anyone knows me, I'm very much a relational oriented person. Um, even though you know you know going into education, that's not a lucrative field, um, and and going into law, which is a lucrative field, also costs a lot of money. And so a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of the work that I do or that I'm interested in doesn't necessarily bring me a lot of dollars, you know. Um, but I'm 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 one person to know that I'll always be provided for because of who whose I am, you know. Yeah. And so because knowing that I can go and give of myself and give of my time and give of my money, um, and be of service and not necessarily be a leader, but it happens that way. Um, and really find joy in bringing joy to other people's lives, you know, increasing their quality, quality of life, you know, um, lifting a burden here and there, you know, where we, the Bible also says each of us should carry our own burdens, but we should also carry another person's burden. And if you would look at it, you would think, you know, how can I, you know, carry my own and carry somebody else's at the same time? And so the first burden speaks more so of, um, the the day-to-day burdens you know we should you know handle our own business take care of our house you know yeah. stuff like that but when it comes to the you know bigger boulders you know we you know if you could compare them to rocks you know we should carry our own pebbles carry our own stones but when it comes to the boulders uh, we should be willing um selfless enough to you know carry the- carry another person's boulder if that's what it takes or carry it with them you know a lot of people just kind of want to make it this uh, exchange um, but the the humanity of it to be really relational is not just exchange. Exactly, it's to walk with one another. Right. Um, to walk in unity, to walk in love. Um, it's to not necessarily walk hand in hand. So, like, don't hold my hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to be touched. But you know, it's it's that 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 metaphorical. Let's walk hand in hand. Um, let's 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 do this together in one accord, in one spirit, in one mindset. Right. Um, so that's 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 kind of some of the roots of service. Right there, you got to serve. Uh, serve like, your community. Serve your community, but also like we need. I'm not we. Let me not. I would say that I've learned. What I've learned is mm-hmm. like to serve, especially relational. You have to be mindful of another person's like burden Mm -hmm. in order to fully serve them. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to know how big is the rock. Uh, Mm -hmm. You need to know how long they've been carrying that burden. Mm -hmm. That's big. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. if they've been carrying that for a while now, they may think that it's part of their life. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to bring them out. That means you have to walk a little bit more with them to let them know that, no, I'm I'm here with you. Right, right. And you have to understand, like, exactly, you have to understand what that person is dealing with you know a lot of the time um we just want to help we just want to help you know oh i'm a help 
And then now, next thing you know, you help them five years later and you're exhausted and you're worn out because you didn't assess the situation. Not saying that, you know, I need a whole, um, what's the term called? I need a whole statement sheet. Like I need a whole line by line. Like what is this going to take? How much is this going to cost? How long should I be here? Like I don't, you know, don't itemize all of your problems. Right. Um, but don't blindside me as well. Like if you know this is something that you caused, let me know yeah. I, if I help you or not. That's my decision. Um, or if this is something that you've been struggling with for a minute now, don't make it seem like, oh, it's been the last couple months. If it's, you know, let's say we're given depression, it's yeah. been the last couple months, but really it's been the last couple of years. And, you know, when I engage with you, or when I try to help you through that, I'm digging through years when I'm thinking months, right. it's really years of stuff. So, you know, be and all that goes back to being honest and transparent with one another, which, you know, sometimes we're good at it. Sometimes we're too good at it. And sometimes <laughs> we're not good at it at all. at all. So it just takes um, it takes strength to be vulnerable. It really does. Like, it really to, it really does. You know, it really does take strength to be vulnerable. I just want to make that known. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I've learned like this because it's hard. Like it's hard for me sometimes to be vulnerable because you never know how someone's going to take that mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this, and that seems like not really a small thing, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things that kind of like, it's kind of like one of those barriers to like, in like connection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that I don't, I'm not sure how this person's going to feel. Mm-hmm. And that comes with like both time, but also you have to take a chance. Sometimes I've learned like, to be optimistic, to truly be optimistic, especially about people, is to mm-hmm. take a chance with them and saying, hey, yeah, this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And this is how long it's been. Mm-hmm. And this is the full scope of it. Right. And that takes work within yourself to understand what, what all your problems are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, we to be relational is both interpersonal, is inter and external. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that we don't really talk about. It's like, how does relationships like not only influence the other person, but influence myself? Like mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the things that we don't really, you know, think about. Right. You know, relations. We're not talking about relationships. That's a perfect <laughs> transition to the other topic. Here I brought you, you in go, to bro. talk Here about. You go. I mean, you What's said, your next question? John? I mean, What's your next question? I mean we, you said he's going to pick up this conversation uh, back up. Cause you know, <laughs> so Cam, would you say that you have a flirtatious personality? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we just talked about transparency. I'm not going to sit here and lie on this mic. Um, yes, you know, I ain't too deep into um, Zodiac signs or whatever, but, you know, it is Leo season still. So to all my Virgos listening, wait y'all's turn. All right? <laughs> wait. It's still Leo season. Uh, I'm celebrating right with you, bro. So... But no, um, yes, I've, I I believe I have a very flirtatious personality. Um, and it's, am I a huge flirt? I'm not a huge flirt, um, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flirt. Um, <laughs> no, it is, I think it's really because I'm at, who I am. I'm a very friendly person. Uh, I can be an outgoing person, even though I am, I am a true introvert. I love to be by myself. Um, but I also love to be around people, so I don't know how that's going to work on a personality test. Um, I think that would be like 50-50, but regardless. I feel like those personality tests like try to type box people too much. Like I could love, have, like I, sust- I could sustain myself by being alone. Mm-hmm. I could still want to be around people. Right. Ain't no cap, no cap, Sean. Like 
a Myers Briggs will get me all the way together. And I believe in I believe in a real good Myers Briggs. Like if I gotta pay for it, I know it's gonna tell me the truth about myself. But like you said, not all personality tests are verified like that. So take it with a grain of salt. But if you taking out Myers Briggs, yeah, that's you on a piece of paper right there. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a friendly person. I'm not um, you know, I'm not stank to nobody like that. I mean, you know, I have my days, but I think that comes across as, you know, sometimes, you know, because I, I have a habit of calling people love, beautiful. Um, I picked that up. Like, stuff like that, that up. you know. If anybody, like, <laughs> for, um, for any uh, woman I've called love, this is his fault. You know what? You're not about to blame <laughs> that on me. <laughs> this is his fault. I picked it up from him. I did I not bully him. you into no corner and say, from now on, you can call all the ladies love. Nah, but it's <laughs> it's it's for me. It's a term of endearment because, like I said, I do I genuinely love and care for everyone. I, my love runs deeper with some people, but at the end of the day, it's all love. It's it really is all love, and so um, I try to stay away from real derogative terms to women. Um, not that I use them in my daily vocabulary because uh, I was raised better than that. Um, but you know, I don't even think I don't think I've. Call anyways, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to think about it. No, I haven't. Um, so I say my is my for a flirtatious personality. Flirtatious personality, yes. Um, only because I'm I'm super friendly. I'm super extroverted. You know, um, uh, some people may describe me as warm and whatnot, and so that's what I that's what I give off. And uh, sometimes uh, I'm a little naive with it, and so. I'm thinking I'm being like, you know, hey, what's going on? Like, I'm I'm, I'm really want to, ne- I love to network. Um, and, you know, I'm able to kind of co-switch that in a professional, but also in a social setting. So I love to connect people and connect with people. Yeah. Um, but sometimes that connection can be misinterpreted as like, oh, he feeling me when I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's, and that's hearts. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that in the box that it's, going right on the shelf um <laughs> if i have broken a heart um i'm sorry um it wasn't intentional um but you know that's just who i am you know i'm just like a you know hey what's going on how you doing and it's like oh he's feeling me i'm just like no how you doing <laughs> okay i mean i think too much like we take friendliness especially here on this campus we mm-hmm. take friendliness to mean interest Shh. <sighs> That's a maturity difference, but I'm not going to slay the people right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because like someone could say, hey, to you, how you doing? And be very interested in you and not be interested in you romantically or sexually. Mm. Mm. Like friend level platonically, platonically and platonic love is important. Yeah. You got to watch that, though. You got to watch that because, you know, um, as friendly as we like to be, we got a lot of people out here who are bad with boundaries. So, but you know, oh, no, we could talk about that. Like when it comes to me, like I've learned to like set my boundaries because like I'm very like communal. So mm-hmm. it's just like if I hear you have a problem, I'm not gonna give up on you. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like this one friend, uh, she's going through a lot uh, with like boundaries and setting boundaries and stuff like that. And I try to be there, be patient as much as mm-hmm. possible. But I've learned to also have to set my own boundaries as well because I have to make sure again I'm healthy. Sean, you a flirtatious flirt, ain't you? That didn't make sense. You have a flirtatious personality, don't you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I admit to it. I like playing around a little bit, you know. Wow, saying? y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? <laughs> I mean, I, I hit the pool. I splash around a little bit. You, you heard know, it from so. the horse's mouth. He liked to play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't play games. Though. I just play around. It's different. It's like, it's, it's a mad difference. This oh, mad, okay. This <laughs> you know, the walk of like a gift. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, like, it's just fun. Like, it's just like you know. It's not really. I don't even consider it a game. It's just kind of like I just like having fun, I like mm-hmm. complimenting people. And honestly. if you want to play games, that's your choice. Just let the piece. Just let the person know oh, I'm out course. here playing games. I'm just saying, you know, that's like that honesty, transparency piece. I'm very transparent. Like I'm radically transparent. Like <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm radical. I mean, how it's radical? A, I mean, because like I've learned that transparency, like, is the key component to keeping a relationship strong. Mm. So, so you tell all your business, Sean, like everything, to person I'm close with. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm very much like anybody who knows me. Like, if I really am cool with you, I'll let you know basically almost anything. Mm, okay. Like, if you ask me, I'll tell you okay. straight up. Like, I don't sugarcoat nothing. Mm. Like, you better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I always felt like honesty and transparency. Like, if if you're really down for me, you mm. would respect that. Mm-hmm. You respect that I'm coming from a place of love at all times, mm-hmm. even when it doesn't sound like that. Right. And that sounds like a father, but like I guess I have a very paternal like mm-hmm. personality to me. Like mm-hmm. I'm very much going to be like very honest with you, mm-hmm. and very that's because I care. Mm-hmm. It's okay. it's not because I want to bring you down. It's just that I want to make I see the best in people, mm-hmm. not just in like oh I want to see you like good and great quality life yes but i also want to see you do your best and what Mm -hmm. that means for you Mm -hmm. if that means you want to be like the best podcaster i want to see that you're in the studio i want to see that you're doing research i want to see that you're doing that Mm -hmm. and i want to like be there to help you with that Mm -hmm. like if you need to tap me as far as like hey i don't know um about this or whatever okay cool i might not not know Mm -hmm. i can know i know who does know right right on the same way yeah, so like for me, that's why I want. I just that's why I want people to reach their higher purpose. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in my circle, I want you to reach your higher purpose at right. all times. Right. Because I want to see you fulfill yourself mm-hmm. to get that fulfillment that I get. Y'all get you a Sean. <laughs> <laughs> get you a Sean in your circle. If you don't, to the freshmen, get you a Sean. To the seniors, get you a Sean. To the grads, get you a Sean. Sophomore, juniors, y'all got time. <laughs> yeah, I got to. <laughs> but yeah, like so back to like so that, that like for me, like I wanna see you like get your higher purpose. Okay. That was a perfect break. I wanna have one question. What's up? So this spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes, what's going on with that? Have I, you tried it? I haven't tried it. I want to though. Okay. Apparently it's like fire. No, but it is though. It really is. You tried it. No, but after this, like five minutes after this, I'm on my way. I'm on <laughs> my way. I've portioned out my money already. I've got to try it. Jordan, um, when I, Jordan Williams, uh, shout out to Sunny Miles. Oh, I got to plug it. Gamma came out August 16th. If you didn't know, Sunny Miles, it is fire. I saw him yesterday. It's giving, exactly. You did? Yeah. I'm mad. Okay. You, yeah, you said the concert on Oh, the true, line. true. Yeah, I was asleep. But, um, facts. It is fire. It's giving you the fall vibes. Check it out on also uh, all streaming platforms. 
um go ahead and support the bro we both love him he's a great artist a great dude real chill so um, he's so so chill man he brings me peace every time i man, see him so that man is a fool i love him though <laughs> <laughs> i love him though that's my man's that's my man's like we all got those people in our circle that just like they a fool but they good people yeah yeah he, he real good people real good people Bitches. shout out to the trefo you know i gotta I'm not from the Trefo. I'm from Fayetteville, but you know he is. So. Oh, you from the Trefo? Yeah. I didn't even know that. I just learned something new. Every day. But yeah, back to these uh, for the taste of personality. I do have one more question. Mm-hmm. Let me get my notes. Right? Lord, what is he about to ask? Um, how has your flirtatious personality affected your love life? Again, how has your flirtatious personality affected your love life? I know I'm putting you on the spot. You can take two or three deep breaths. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Woosa. Woosa, kid. Um, no, it has gotten me. I've had to say, um, I've had to see a lot of disappointment in people because they because of my flirtatious personality. I've had to say, mm, no, not like that. You know, um, it's... It's one of those, it's, how's it affected my love life? Uh, all right, so where am I? Okay, so if we're talking about transparency in my love life right now, I'm in a season or a phase of singleness, um, kind of really delving into who I am and who I want to be and who I'm going to be before I take that person and join it to another person because um, I'm a lot to handle. I know that I'm a lot to handle. So I need to know what I'm giving to somebody before you know we're just all mad at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the dating, in a dating room, um, <clears throat> I, there's a lot of times where I'm coming off flirtatious and in some taste and in some cases, excuse me, and in some cases, I'm like, yeah, I'm interested in like the first ten minutes. And then after that, I'm like, all right, I'm cool. And that's how that's really how that goes, to be honest with you. Um so to having a flirtatious personality, not to say that I'm out here flirting with everybody because I'm not. I really don't like people at the end of the day, but I love people. I just don't like people. Um, I mean, that's real because like you could like something. I mean, you could. There's something. Some things I like. I like video games. But I love people. Like true. if you, a- you ask me a choice of between like going to an event that's about certain people playing video games. Sean, you playing Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Call of Duty. You playing that new Mortal Kombat? Oh yeah, I'm most certainly in playing the new Mortal Kombat. Most definitely. Big bet, big bet. But yeah, it, it it's not gotten me into deep trouble, but it's gotten me into some awkward conversations like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's awkward when you have to be like, yo, this is kinda like where I'm at and you kinda or that you misinterpreted where I was. Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda awkward because like you care about the person, but it's just like I'm just not in that way. I feel you. Yeah, that's that's my life, story of my life. Sometimes, <laughs> but you know, I'm doing better about you know, under recognizing that you know I can come off a little, um, on the flirtatious side, and really, if it's if it's if that's not where I'm at, is if I'm not like interested in you in that way, or if I'm not trying to get to know you or make you mind whatever the case is, then I need to be I need to understand that I can't do certain things like I'm a hugger. And, you know, that's a close contact kind of situation. And too many close contact situations leads people to build expectations about, okay, maybe he's feeling me. 
no, I'm a hugger, but I'll shake your hand from now on. You feel me? Yeah. So those 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 kind of situations is just like you have to, like you said, be an adult, be well, not like you said, but be adult, be mature. Say, hey, you know, no. You can attribute that to me. Wow. So you're gonna <laughs> still okay? <laughs> I mean, okay. Y'all heard that, right? <laughs> I mean, you can. All right. You can. All right. I'll let you have that one, but next time you gotta cite me. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So I th- I think it's it hasn't gotten me into trouble. Um, it's gotten me into some awkward positions, you know. I mean, when it comes to you know when I'm open to dating, then I think it's gonna make uh, make it a little bit easier because you know the in dating uh, sometimes the biggest part is breaking the ice, you know, kind of making that conversation. I have a conversation with anybody, just about about anything. So that's that's and then I can I I I'm you know I'm personable or relation you know I'm, I'm in tune with people enough to kind of be like all right let me switch it to where i need it to go or where i think it should go um not in a not in a manipulative way okay chess master okay not in a manipulative way you know Can't playing chess i'm here. not playing chess even though i really am good at chess <laughs> see me on the board see me on the board so you're playing chess but just not in that way um you know, I don't think when it comes to people's heart, we should be playing chess. Of course not. We should be honest. We should be honest, transparent, and like, I mean, and like that's why I learned also that. But there are like you have to identify like who you're dealing with. Like, am I dealing with a person who is playing chess? Right, because if they're playing chess, I'm not about to get played. So let me go ahead and suit up and play chess back. But that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. That's how hurt people hurt people. So what you do is you leave. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's like the always the best situation. Or take a break. Like sometimes like some people, Leave. <laughs> I'm saying, I'll say take a break. He's saying leave, but like I'll say like, look, like sometimes you got to push pause sometimes on something. Leave. Okay. We're going to ask Twitter though. We're going to ask Twitter. Twitter, do you leave or do you take a break? Twitter about to have a, whoo, Twitter is about to have a whole thing with that. Yeah, yeah. Twitter's about to have a firestorm with that. I'm not even on Twitter, but I'll probably hear about it, though. You need to get a Twitter, Sean. Should I get a Twitter? Twitter, tell me if I should get a Twitter. Twitter says yes. Twitter says yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get me a Twitter. I'm going to get up there someday. I'll be there with the cool kids. On yeah, come join the table. We up here. <laughs> oh, so y'all up there. Okay. Yeah, we up there. Okay, cool. I'll be at the cool kids table soon enough. But um that's been a dope I mean it's been a dope episode so far. Yeah, I enjoyed this. This is my first podcast. I hope I did well. Shout out to you, Sean, for making this happen. Thank you for this space. Um, you know, if you ever want me back on the show, uh wink wink. Um, you know, I'll be glad to come back and chop it up some more. Oh yeah, we most definitely gonna chop it up. Probably like after like midterms, talk about that MSW journey. Oh, I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> I'll let you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, oh, well, to all people, mm-hmm. this has been the Cameron Williams edition of Deshaun Soapbox. Williams. The freshest man on campus has. <laughs> Y'all, he has called me that ever since he has met me. That's my official nickname for Sean. Um, I am not the freshest man. There are some underclassmen who have got me on my toes, but you know, it's it's all <laughs> like I like he said, it's all love at the end of the day. I'm thankful to be here. Thank you for having me, Sean. You know, I pray much success to your podcast. I'll be listening too, so just let me know when you release them. And yeah, about so you go about to be the first one. I tell like, yo, bro, we about to drop. It's about to be fire. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and I'm gonna be on my phone like, where is that though? <laughs> you got a tagline? What's your tagline? You know, your out tagline. Everybody gotta have one, you know. I mean, really, I don't have one. I mean, this has been the Sean Soapbox. We keep it popping. Keep it popping. I like that. That's it. We keep it popping. We keep it popping. We gonna keep it popping.